Hello, this is Zach Cherian. Thank you so much for joining us for our podcast today. We are really excited to bring you this teaching. Please open your heart, and if you can, your Bibles, and receive this word from the Lord, recorded live at Brazen Grace Fellowship. I want to just give a really short word today, and then we'll do communion together. But I just felt today strongly from the Holy Spirit to, to put this, and there's two things the Lord said to me for many of you that are in this room today. So is that okay if I just prophesy for a little? Um, How many of you feel like you've been kind of going through a battle this year? Yeah? So I want to make sure I'm speaking to the right people. For those of you that are going through a battle, this is what God said to me early. He uh, He said, tell my people, declare your outcome right in the middle of the battle. Did you hear me? The Lord said, declare the outcome right in the middle of your battle. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, we find Goliath coming against David. And I already preached about this many times. But I felt like the Lord wanted me to say something. The Lord said, while you're in the midst of your battle, declare the outcome. Tell the enemy how exactly it's going to end. Whatever you are struggling with today, whatever you are battling today, you need to use your mouth, which is your weapon from the Lord, to do two things today. Declare the outcome. Goliath came against him and it looked like he was going to be defeated. There was no hope. There was nothing good that was going to come out of it. Goliath was going to beat little tiny old David, the little teenage boy. But you see David do something in 1 Samuel chapter 17. David looks at Goliath and says these words, This day, this day I will take you down. Had David killed any, any Goliaths before? No. Never. He had never taken a giant. Man, he'd taken a bear and a lion, but what's a bear and a lion to a nine-foot giant who was fully armed, fully covered from head to toe, completely protected with a sword and with a javelin in his hand. And he says, Are you, do you think I'm a dog that you come to me with sticks, with, with stones and, and that? And the enemy gets almost offended at David, but David knew that his strength was not in his weapons. Amen. And I want to explain to you today, beloved, the weapons of your warfare are not of this world, but they are mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds. A stronghold is a mindset. It's a way of thinking. Amen. What you're going against is a way of thinking. And if 2016 is going to be a victorious year for you, it's going to be a victorious year for you because you understand, number one, that the person is not your enemy. It doesn't matter what they have said against you. It doesn't matter what they lied about you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Did you hear me today? If this is not for you, y'all can go home because I'm going to preach to some people that have been going through a battle this year. Some people that it looks like all hell's broken loose against you. It is just an indication of how great the victory the battle should tell you one thing. If it's a small little battle, well, bless God, you're going to get a small little victory. But the size of your battle is a good indication of the size of the victory that God is about to give you in 2016, beloved. It doesn't matter how big the enemy looks, you're going to win. I don't care what the doctor has said. I said you are going to win. It's about time you put God's word in your mouth and confess in the midst of your battle what the outcome is. So my question to you today is, what's your battle? What are you fighting? What's coming against you? Who's fighting you? What are they saying against you? Have people slandered you? Have people lied against you? And you're like, my God, it's going to take me a long time to clean up my reputation. Listen to me. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Wait for it. Wait for it. And every tongue that rises up against you, you condemn it. You hear me? 
when the enemy comes against you like a flood, some people say like a flood, God will raise up a standard against him. You hear me? The finished work of Jesus is over. And then God takes the weapons. God takes his power, his dominion, his glory, and he places it on the inside of you. So until you activate it with your lips, with your mouth, confess. You're like, man, how am I going to kill this Goliath? You don't have to make sense to you. It doesn't have to make sense to you because it's not your battle to begin with. It was never your problem, that business idea that God put within you. And, you. and you started doing it and you felt like all hell broke loose. It's like, God, is this God's will? Am I talking to somebody? Is this God's will? Did I do something wrong? Is there something off? Did I miss God? Listen to me. Let the size of your attack give you an indication of the size of your victory. Come on now. God is not done with you. He's going to fight this battle for you. But for God to be able to fight for you, you need to stand your ground and confess your outcome now. Anybody can praise the Lord at the end of the victory. Anybody can talk about, well, you know, I used to be in the, and then God set me free. Anybody can do that, but it takes a real man or a woman of faith to stand in the midst of your crises, to stand in the midst of your problem, to look straight on at the enemy that is arming himself to take you down. This dude has taken down plenty people. He's the best one the enemy's got, and he's coming against many of you. What do you do? You declare your outcome. You declare your outcome. And there's something that happens when you confess with your mouth to the enemy what's going to happen. You got to hear me now. Ah, Jesus, help these people to get it. When you confess the outcome, it takes away the power that even the enemy has. He may have beaten a lot of people yesterday, but today he's standing before you. And because you use your mouth and your tongue as a weapon, because you are speaking the outcome, every power that he thinks he has is taken off of him. When you can confess your outcome, the little tiny pebble in your hand becomes a guided missile, baby. (laughs) David could have turned around backwards and done this. It was still going to find its way right in the middle of Goliath's head. Because it was never David's skill to begin with. It was never David's strength to begin with. So I want to tell you today, it's not by your might. Come on now. It's help me preach Jesus. It's not by your power, but by the spirit of the Lord that you're going to win this battle. I'm talking to some people that have been going through some situation. Some of you have been blaming yourself. You've been blaming. Maybe it's because I didn't do this. Maybe it's because I didn't do that. You got to get over your little bad self. You don't have time to sit around in self-pity and wallow in shame. Pick yourself up. It doesn't matter what you did because whatever you did is covered by the blood and the enemy cannot see it. Nobody's listening to me. The enemy cannot see what you did until you open your big mouth and blab the wrong outcome. So instead of talking about what's covered by the blood, talk about what the blood is about to give you. Instead of talking about what the blood has already covered, declare what the blood has given you the power to do. Look at your enemy and say, Goliath, this day, baby. I'm not going to fight you a long time. We're not going to have this long, drawn-out battle. <laughs> oh, Lord, keep on fighting. No, 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 no. This day, you down. I will have your head this day. Use your weapon and declare your outcome. Second Chronicles chapter 20, quickly. Second Chronicles chapter 20. 
Jehoshaphat, the king, was sitting there and having a good day, being a good king, nothing wrong. Poor guy was just being a good boy. And the enemy comes at him from all corners. And I want to read from verse 15 to you real quickly. Say this, I will declare my outcome. Right in the middle of my battle. Whatever I say shall happen. I will have my victory. Say this, God did not give me a battle. God gave me a victory in Jesus' name. So the word of the Lord comes to King Jehoshaphat. Thus says the Lord to you. Listen to me for those of you that are listening. Let the word of God that I'm reading put faith in your spirit. Let the word that I'm reading say, I can do this. I can do this. Do not be afraid. Say, I'm not going to be afraid. Why is fear such a big deal? Because your fear only empowers the enemy. So you got to choose today. I will not be afraid. I will not be afraid. Beloved, fear is not a cute emotion. Fear is not a cute reaction. Fear is a spirit and it's of the devil. That was awesome, Zach. Really good, man. Fear is not an emotion. Don't let it become one. Have you ever felt that you heard something and it just cripples you and you feel like a deer caught in a headlight and you can't move and everything just, you're like your whole world is about to end. You've been there before? Talk to me. That's the devil. That's the devil. For God has not given you a spirit of fear. Say that. God has not given me, but a spirit of love, of power, and a sound mind. Thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid nor be dismayed because of this great multitude that is coming against you. Now watch this. This battle is not yours, but God's. This is what I need you to understand. You don't have to fight this one. So don't go there preparing all your stuff. All it's going to take is a simple little pebble to take this down. In fact, I'll tell you what these guys did. They didn't even pick up a pebble. Verse 17. You will not need to fight in this battle. Is that for you? Some of y'all just like to stay around fighting so you can have a testimony. I'm tired of them fighting testimonies. I don't want no more fighting. God wants to give you, beloved, a year of rest. Listen to me. God wants to give you a year of no striving, no struggling, no battle. He wants to give you a year of rest. Where you go to sleep knowing why the Lord is fighting my battle. I don't have to fight this one. God is fighting for me. So you can go to sleep. The lies of the enemy will not spread. God will not destroy your name. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Because the Lord has got this battle. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves and stand still. Huh? Kind of position is that? Because usually battle involves moving forward and taking down the enemy. God says, stand still. Position yourself and stand still. Uh, what? Now you're thinking it's a position of armor. No, no, I'll tell you what the position is in just a second. And see the salvation of the Lord. I got to read that again. You will not need to fight in this battle. Shout, that's me. That's me. <laughs> position yourself, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. Who is with you? You are not alone. That attack against you has given you the illusion that you are alone and you've been fighting and struggling. You are not alone. Say, God is with me. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go up against them for the Lord is with you. 
Verse 20, quickly. Then they arose in the morning and went out in the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord, your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. Do you believe this is a prophetic word for you? All of you watching on Periscope around the world, God has given me a word. Receive your word and walk in your victory tonight. 21, and when he consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of his holiness as they went out before the army saying, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. Stop. Wait a second. We got a war. We got a mighty army coming from three sides to attack us. And you're going to send the musicians out. You know who are the musicians? It's the dudes that didn't make it into the army. You want me to send those guys out in the front? In the front? What kind of, what kind of army is this? You missed it because the weapons of our warfare are not of this world. The weapons of our warfare are mighty through the pulling down of strongholds. The enemy will look fully loaded, but he won't realize that none of that can stop him from God's weapon that's going to hit him. Goliath thought he was covered from head to toe and nothing could kill him. What's going to kill him? The little shrimp standing there. Nothing's going to happen to me. But what had happened when David declared his outcome, whatever weapon he had became an illusion. Whatever God was going to take him out with, it, it, it was like there was no armor. That stone was going to hit him straight on. You got to understand this, people. Your warfare is in your mind and in your mouth. Some of y'all been struggling with sickness in your home. You better receive this word tonight. God don't want you sick in 2016. Well, maybe God's going to try and teach me a lesson. What kind of God do you serve? I know some Hindu gods in India that are nicer than this God you're talking about. For the Lord is good. He's not a bad God. He's not an evil God. For the Lord is good. You better understand that the enemy is trying to take out your peace, take away your joy. There is something creative God wants to do and he's trying to kill your sound mind by sending an enemy against you. Every time an attack comes against me, I'm always trying to wonder, what am I missing? What's he trying to hide from me? What's he trying to blind me from seeing? Because there's something creative. There was something amazing God wants to release. But how many of you know when you're under fear, you can't even think creatively? How many songs does God want to release through you? How many movie ideas does God want to release through you? How many businesses does God want to release through you? How much of healing does God want to bring through you? But you're there struggling, worried about all the stuff that's going on. You don't even realize there's a victory. There is a victory. Isn't that funny how the enemy knows about, the, the, about your, your, your genius and you, you still don't? I'm just a nobody. Well, Satan thought you were somebody enough to attack. So you must not be a nobody. Boy, that, that could preach right there. Don't sit and receive your battles as tests to pass. There's only one test to pass. It's your mouth. Shut up with that nasty talk about yourself and confess God's word about yourself. They started to declare, for the Lord is good. What is, wait a second, what? You sent out the praisers? You sent out the warriors? You sent out the, fi- you sent out, you sent out the praisers as warriors? Those guys, you know, I mean, they're really skilled and all at what they do, but uh, 
You got to hear me, beloved. You've got to hear me today. Your victory is in your praise. Your victory is in your praise. Now verse 22, watch this carefully and then we're going to have communion. So those of you that are going to get ready for communion, get that ready for me. Verse 22, watch this. Now when they began to sing and to praise. Are you reading this with me? Ready? Read that. Read. Now when they began to sing and praise, the Lord said, Is that my mic? All right, let's do this one. When did, when did the Lord start fighting for them? When did the fight, when did the Lord start defending them? Just whenever it started? No. As they began to sing and to praise. Are you watching this? Not before, not after. As they began, meaning what? Your position of war is I give you glory, God. I give you praise, God. I worship you, Jesus. You are worthy, God. As they begin to praise, as they begin to praise the Lord. The Lord sent ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, Mount Seir, who had come against Judah. And they were defeated. Don't forget two things. Number one, declare your outcome. So let me ask you this question. What's your mouth be saying? Calling mama? Calling mother-in-law? Calling sister? Well... Do you know what happened last summer? Do you know what I've been going through? It's just been a, oh, why me, Lord? What's your mouth confessing? Because maybe what you're going through is a result of your mouth to begin with. If you can change your mouth and decide sickness, you are illegal in my house. Sickness, you are illegal in my house. Say it. Sickness, you are illegal in my house. You better declare your outcome in the midst of your battle. Whatever you are going through. If the doctor gave you a, a bad report and said, no, sir, this thing is just going to be, oh, it's just generational. <laughs> you know, your mama had it, your grandmama had it. Excuse me, sir. I don't belong to that bloodline. I don't belong to that bloodline. It don't matter what they have told you. It don't matter what mommy and daddy had. If any man be in Christ, he is a... All things are what? Behold, all things are new. You better confess your outcome in the middle of your battle. You better declare while you're going through. You, your body might hurt, but you say, by his stripes, I'm healed. Your boss may have called you in and just given you the worst report about your job. You know what you say? I'm the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I am and not. You better declare your outcome in the midst of your battle. Because you're like, but preacher, you don't understand. There are people that are more qualified than me. There are people that are better educated than me. Hey, this is why I call it grace. It's the undeserved, unmerited favor of the Lord. Somebody help me in this place. It's the undeserved, unmerited favor of the Lord. It doesn't matter what you're qualified for or disqualified for. You better receive what God has for you because you're disqualified. Hallelujah. Somebody say, shout your outcome. In the midst of your battle. This is really important that you understand, beloved. You are not defeated until you confess that you are. 
Declare your outcome in the midst of your battle. And number two, praise your way out of it. Praise your way out of it. You ain't fighting this one. You know what's really funny? The way God says it to him is, Jehoshaphat, if you are fighting, I'm going to stand still. But if you will stand still, I will fight. How simple. If that is not grace, you tell me what is. Hallelujah. If that is not grace, what is? Because we spent our, oh, we, we want to pray for our nation. Let's go back. No, no. You know, you want to pray for your nation? Praise God that this nation is blessed and highly favored. Praise God that no matter who gets in power, I'm convinced. No matter who becomes the president, America is blessed. Not people going around cursing this blessed nation. I'm, I come from another land. I have a different level of respect from this country than sadly most people that grew up here who get caught up in my God this year. Is, it becomes so politically divided. I don't like him. I don't like her. She's like this. He's like that. He's a New Yorker. She's a this. He did bald. You know, whatever. Praise and grace, don't get into that stuff. You better watch what you're saying. Well, if this guy becomes president, I'm going to leave. Really? Is that what you want to say? Well, if this guy becomes president, if she becomes president, this country is doomed. Well, aren't you a beautiful uh, in a bundle of joy and speaking positivity? You better confess the outcome in the midst of the battle, y'all. America is blessed. My nation is blessed. My God, it doesn't matter who becomes president. We're going to be a blessed nation. You know why? Because we're a blessed people. Declare your outcome in the midst of your battle. And number two, praise your way out of your battle. And when the enemy comes at you and you feel like an attack comes against you, those of you that are baptized in the Holy Spirit, just pray in tongues, y'all. You are worshiping God in words that your mind could even come out. For those of you like, man, I'm not sure how many, you know, shandala, handala I got. But use your English. Use your English. Praise God in the midst of your battle. So now watch this. Number one, declare your outcome in the midst of your battle. We're going to do that. And number two, when the enemy comes against you, just stand still. That's the position of praise. I'm not going to be moved. I am not going to be moved. It doesn't matter what the report says. It doesn't matter what the politicians say. It doesn't matter who says what. We will not be moved. I declare my outcome in the midst of my battle. And because I praise, because I praise the Lord, the Lord will give me the victory. If you've got a battle that you're going through, stand up and praise Him now like you already have it. Come on. Declare the outcome. I am healed. I am blessed. I am anointed. I have that job. I have this marriage. My marriage will not be broken. Come on now. I am blessed and highly favored. Nothing can separate me. Nothing can hinder the blessing of God over my life. I am doomed to be blessed. Come on. Confess your outcome. Confess your outcome. Confess your outcome. I am healed. I am healed. I am healed. I am healed. Come on. Those of you watching online, declare your outcome in the midst of your battle. I am blessed. I am healed. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Hallelujah. Now, now, do the second thing. You praise your way out of the battle. Come on. Come on. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Can I, can I ask you something? Can I ask you something? Is it possible to really praise while your mind is still on the battle? No. That's why you fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. 
the battle will take care of itself. You're not fighting it to begin with. He is fighting it for you. All he needs you to do is position yourself and praise your way out. And as you praise him, as you praise him, the angels of God are being sent on assignment to defend you. As you praise him, the anointing of God is going places that you couldn't go. The glory of God is doing what you couldn't do. The spirit of God is doing what your might and what your strength couldn't do. So you praise him, not thinking about, no, no, no. You praise him like you ain't got nothing to worry about. Do it now. If you would like to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can repeat this simple prayer with me right now, wherever you are. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you as I am and receive you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for dying for me. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that Jesus is my Lord. I am yours forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today for this teaching. We would love to hear from you. You can write us at ZCIM PO Box 592675, San Antonio, Texas 78259. For more information on ZCIM, please visit us at zcim.org or on Facebook and Twitter at ZCIM Official. God bless you.